and it's lights out and away we go. What's it guys and girls and uh, welcome back to the F1 podcast. I am joined, as usual, by David. I'm in here or whatever it is you always say at the beginning of videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comes in here on my sister young and that was the old one. Yeah, well that was always a Dutch thing, wasn't it? So it seemed fitting. Mm. Yeah, the Dutch The Dutch Grand Prix and Powerboat race. I kind of want to liken it to I wanted to liken it to spa. It it had that kind of and it had the worrying thought of going that way, didn't it? It did. Um but one thing to say out of all this, obviously, is wishing Danny Ricciardo a speedy recovery after his uh, surgery on his wrist. Yeah, they're reckoning uh, Singapore, aren't they? Which seems... Cause he, didn't, he didn't have broken a bone, hadn't he? Yeah. Uh, it was his meta... meta... So Singap- Singapore's middle of September. If they think he'll be ready for that... <sighs> Broken bones usually aren't something you can heal. No. I mean... Obviously, I saw practice uh, FP2, but I saw the incident happen, and like me and David were talking just before we started, his impact didn't look heavy. Yeah, I I didn't see the session, but I I watched the footage back later when I'd heard what happened. Hmm. And and I can't help but think, number one, what's that? He had, what, two races in the car? Yeah. And then secondly, how bad must DeVries feel that he still doesn't get the call back? Yeah. They decide instead to go with another Red Bull Junior, which actually is possibly the slightly stronger idea. And I think in terms of the weekend loss and he... Didn't have a spectacular one, but at the same time, he kept you out. He kept you pretty much out of the walls. And as far as I'm aware, he did finish, didn't he? Yeah. So you know what I mean. It's. I honestly think for his first ever race, he didn't do too bad. He wasn't even the last of the official finishers. But he was thirteenth. He actually he actually finished ahead of Yuki. Hmm. For your first ever time in the car, having been put into it on the Saturday, I wouldn't exactly call that a a bad performance. No. You know, no one's expecting spectacular. I see, you, you got a penalty, which, yeah, is what put him behind Liam. But still, the, the results don't lie. No, because, I mean, it's kind of, it was a bit stranger for call them, obviously, you know, to get Liam Lawson, I'm not discrediting his his driving, yeah, I'm not his driving ability, but that must have been one tricky weekend for him. Talk about throwing you into the deep end, eh? Mm. As far as I'm aware, the lads had no testing in the car or anything. No. So you know, it's. I'm guessing Red Bull took it as the seeing him as maybe a future main driver. So say, let's take an opportunity and put him in the car. I've, I've said to you, I think the newbies lack race experience half the time. And I don't think there's enough opportunities for them to get it, so. Yeah, well. I'm yeah. 100% up for giving it a go. Yeah, you got to think. Yeah. you got to think of bloody Helmet Marco, you know what I mean? Um... <laughs> And it's just like, 
he yeah that's the weirdest thing gone because he's not he's not uh, yeah, he is the reserve test driver. Obviously, he was supposed to be doing a super, you know, he was supposed to be doing a uh, super formula. Yeah. I'm going to say he wasn't an F2 driver, but he was. He was an F2 driver, but then he went on to super, uh, he left at the end of 2022 and then went on to do uh, super formula this season. Super Formula, not one I'm familiar with off the top of my head. What's no, that, mate? I'm not. Um, but then... Japanese open wheel racing. Mm. Yeah, he's driving for Team Mugen. Yeah, not heard of it. You've heard the I'm sure you've heard the name Mugen before. I've heard Mugen, but I'm not heard. Mugen is Honda's formula. Honda's racing arm. Hmm. Was well, literally all the cars are either Hondas or Toyotas? Oh. I mean, I'm going through it quickly here. Kamui Kobayashi. I recognise that name. Yeah. Uh, Giuliano Alesi. Yep. There's any other, a lot of Japanese drivers, not surprisingly. Hmm. One Brit in Raoul Hyman. No. South African, he says, but he's racing under our flag. Liam Lawson is a New Zealander. Yep. And then there's a Turkish lad here, and I'm not going to try and pronounce that surname, but it's B O L U K B S, and there's various little squiggles above letters that. Mm. <laughs> Ren Sato as well. I wonder if he's related to. Yeah. Not related. Literally, top line of his Wikipedia, he's not related to two time Indy 500 winner. <laughs> so it's obviously a very commonly asked question. Mm. <laughs> but. I mean, yeah. I mean, qualifying was a bit of a mixed. Qualifying uh, was a bit of a mixed till we got to Q3, which became red flag central. Yeah. I thought it's Sergeant first, then Leclerc. Now, Leclerc's was a funny one. Because Leclerc just seemed to drive off the track. What, in qualifying? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, one of the big up, well, not really a big upset, but one of the big-ish upsets was uh, Hamilton. Yeah, knocked out in Q2. Mm. It was Tyler, wasn't it, with the weather conditions and everything. It was t- oh, tight yeah. running one. I mean, when it didn't album, top the session or something like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that Williams... It's either, I like I say, either Albon's driving the ass off it, or... Well, that's a big part of it. I also think it's the case... I think the Williams is down on horsepower. Hmm. But stuff like wet weather negates a lot of that. Because obviously you don't need massive, massive horsepower in those wet conditions. Well, no... So I think that's when you find in the likes of the Williams, and to an extent, I think I think that helped the Aston a little bit this weekend. Mm. So obviously mm. Alonso, you know, second place and fastest lap. You're skipping ahead there. I know I am. I'm just I'm making the point. I'm saying I think wet conditions maybe maybe help some teams more than others. The likes of the Red Bull, which we know is a very quick car. Doesn't need to do quite as well. No. I mean, okay. Kind of uh, 
it was fair play to Logan Sargent until it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. And the fact that he didn't go back to the garage for the rest of the race because I don't think he dared face the mechanics. <laughs> you know, okay, Liam Lawson, first time in that car, got knocked out Q1. Bottas, Q1. K-Mag, Q1. Ocon, Q1. And Guan Yu Zhou, Q1. Hmm. I suppose it's the only real surprise, you would say. Maybe Bottas to it. Bottas and Ocon, perhaps. Hmm. But then... Obviously, Q2... You know, I thought yeah, Louis and Louis and Pierre. I thought Sergeant got no Sergeant made it to Q three and then binned it. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he made it for you to Q three. Um, you know, you had the like. This is the weirdest thing. You know, you had Alonso who was setting what? Who set one nineteen four hmm. in Q two. Where was Stroll? I don't know what it is with Stroll. He just... He just he hasn't got the experience that Alonso has, number one. Well, yeah. But then again, nobody on the grid has the experience Alonso has these days. Well, no, because... Kimmy's gone. Kimmy's gone. I think we saw this weekend, in those kind of conditions... Experience plays. Mm. You know, Alonso's been there a lot of times before in these kind of conditions. I think it showed. Yeah. You know, you had Gasly getting knocked out in Q2. Hamilton, Yuki and Hulkenberg. And then say you had Sargent and Albon both got through. You know, Albon was in Q2, 1.9. Three. So I think he topped it. I think I know. No, no, Max got an 18.8. Max got an 18.8 in the end. But I think the third one, it looks like Oscar was second, 119.39. 3.92 when he was a 119.399. Yeah. So it's third. Yeah. You know, Albon, well, we've said it before, Albon seems to have this ability. Between wet weather and also the ability not to use tyres. Yeah. I mean... And say we got to Q3 and then pretty much immediately Sergeant binned it. Yeah. It was a shame, like, his first Q3 appearance. He's, does he, am I right? He still remains. He's still the only driver, only um, driver to have not outqualified his teammate this season. Yep. Well, apart excluding, from... Excluding Liam Lawson. Liam Lawson. Liam Lawson. Count that. It's a bit unfair to tarnish him with that one straight away. Yeah, excluding Liam Lawson. Has Danny out qualified Yuki yet? Did he in them two? Without I can look. generally check this. I'll give you a second, I'll have a look for you. Hmm. And he didn't to Belgium? Yes, he did at Hungary. Okay, so yeah. So Sergeant... he, qualified, he qualified 13th, and Yuki 17th. Yeah, so Sergeant is the only one that's not qualified as teammate this season then. Yeah, like I say, it's a bit unfair to tarnish Liam Lawson with that one after one race. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't after what one qualifying session. But yeah. I don't think they expect... Honestly, I don't kind of think they expect him to. Oh no, I just told you. His best achievement for this weekend was to just finish the race. Yeah. To not bend the car. If you do that, your first time out, no team's going to argue, even if you come last, mm. no team is going to argue with you bringing the car home, especially, say, even more so when he had literally got, what was it, Saturday morning, Yeah. told you're going to be in the car this weekend. Hmm. <laughs> Well, it was Saturday. It'd be. It'd have been told after. I think it'd have been told once they knew what was happening with Danny. Yeah, once they knew Danny was badly hurt, it'd have been 
making plans immediately. But you, I know these reserve drivers sort of go there with half an idea because they're there for that reason. But mm. they probably don't honestly think it's going to happen. No. Because they'll turn up week after week after week and it won't. Yeah. And unfortunately, it has. And of course, we can't call Hulkenberg now because he's signed up. And he's also signed up for 2024. Yeah, I saw that. They're announcing. Fair, it's a bit all right. Lineup is that? I think it's right for that team, and it's lads with a bit of experience it's trying to guide a, that team and that car. It's just a shame that the cars not where it was last year. Yeah, this being the car that got pole at Brazil last year. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm saying that I'm sounding silly when I say that, but don't forget that was genuinely a thing. Oh no, it did. They got pole. He was it. under strange circumstances, I'll grant you, but they got pole position. Yeah, they did. K-Mag did. And it was just yeah. it was just his reaction made it even more better. I think it's to a team like that, it means so much because yeah. it's, such a, it's such a morale boost for that team. Well, yeah, they, they knew that shit was going to... They knew that shit was going to happen and they were going to go... Hmm. They were probably going to get swallowed, but it was just great to yeah. see. Like I said, the record books will forever show that car qualified first. It, they won't say due to conditions or due to this, that, and the other. Mm. Still down as a pole set. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. just... So yeah. then, obviously, because obviously we'd had rain before. We didn't actually have any rain during quality. We had rain before quality. And then we had a drying session. Cause I, I was something I didn't fully cause I was half watching it quality because of timings and that but it was like it was drying conditions yeah because there was a constant debate of is he ready for slicks yet do we go for slicks yet is somebody going to try the slicks hmm I noticed again it was another race meeting without Martin wasn't it yeah yeah we had Karun up in the commentary box it was the sprint. Yeah, it was the sprint grid. That came back quite qualified. Yeah, he was just one minute Say it's still. One minute eleven point six seven four. That was another one of like changeable conditions, wasn't it, if I remember right? Yeah. And came... they just got lucky because they set their lap and then the heavens opened not that long afterwards. because mm, it was K Mag, Max and Russell. Yeah, and then like I say, he got he's, he will be serving the record books. So he got pole position. Yeah, but it was just I don't know. Quality was just a mixed bag. I mean now. Then then there was Leclerc's instead. We said three, just like he drove off the track. It was a weird. Mm. The car just sort of seemed to understeer for no real reason. Yeah, and then. You know, we... oh, we're getting to the race. <laughs> oh, what are you saying like that for? <laughs> the start. <laughs> so obviously, for anybody that didn't watch, you know, you had Max, Lando, Russell, Albon, and Alonso are your mm. top five. You know, you had Sainz Perez, uh, then Piastri, Leclerc down in ninth, and Logan Sargent. Yeah, those two couldn't do a lot in quality because they'd been the cars beforehand. Yeah, and Liam Lawson started... Last one, he 20th. Oh, no, because didn't K-Max start from the pit lane? Liam Lawson started 19th. I'm uh, sure K-Max started from the pit Yuki line. got a three-place grid penalty for impeding another driver during qualifying, and Magnussen will started at the, um, starts from the pit lane due to the power unit. Yeah. I believe the driver he impaired was Hamilton, wasn't it, Yuki? I believe he impeded him. Cause I think that's the one cause we kept. Because there was one about him, and then there was one about Hamilton impeding him back, wasn't there? There was some that had happened, yeah. 
and it was just like Yeah, so in order to penalize free uh Oh, it doesn't why does it never tell you at the bottom of qualifying? Come on. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it should tell you who incident and this is the official site. But yeah, it was a very interesting start, shall we say. <laughs> I mean Max looked like he got a well a well yeah, away well, and then it was just like Lando, George, Albon, and then you know Alonso. Hmm. I was expecting that. I was expecting something to happen first corner, especially when you started seeing the lockups. Yeah, you thought somebody was going to go straight on, didn't you? Look that way. Yeah. Plus, I think they were quite desperate because Max had done a very quick. Well, I think they wanted to try and get away mm. because they knew this rain was coming. Yeah. And oh boy, did it. Well, actually, no, that first one didn't come as badly. No. Because the one near the end of the first one, we had a real, we had a light shout enough to put everyone on Inters. Mm. And we probably weren't sure if Max actually made the mistake there because he held off if it was Perez, what it was the first one to. To blink. Yeah. And ended up in the lead on 14 seconds clear. Was it Perez or was it Max that did it? No, it was Perez. No, it, yeah, it was. It was one of Perez first. Because he came from... Because he was about 7th or 8th, but because of the way it panned out, he ended up back, he ended up back in first. I mean... I wouldn't even know how to sum that, sum it up, because I could just, I just at this point it was very interesting, but then, you know, you was you you go go around the laps and then you could see every shot and every lap they were making, you could see these clouds just getting closer. They're going to be darker, couldn't you? Yeah, darker and closer and closer <laughs> and closer. And it's like, is it going to just absolutely throw it down? But then again, it kept, it kept being pushed back. Hmm. You had like 10, and then you're like, oh, 10, 15 minutes, like 10 laps. He's like, I thought it would be another one then where we're going to talk about it, and it was never going to happen. Yeah. And then it was just like... It was just... It was strange. Yeah. Because... As the weather started to come in heavier, that's where you started to see mistakes. Hmm. Well, there was at one point we had a distant shot of the main straight, and it looked like a blooming. You could see waves on it. Mm. You know what I mean? That's sort of like yeah. And then we had the aquaplaning began. Yeah, because you had the Yuki. Guan Yu. Yo, didn't Yuki go off first? Hey, you he... go first, then Guan Yu, then Bottas went to have a look at what he was doing, didn't he? Yeah. Because Yuki, in a rather, you know, Yuki, Yuki going off at the first corner still brings back too many bad <laughs> connotations of Silverstone. Mm. Luckily, this time he kept it on the ground. Yuki, or you mean Guan Yu? But. Which one do you There's mean? There's a few, I mean, Ban. Which one do you mean, Yuki or Guan Yu? Guan Yu. Yeah, you meant you said Yuki. Oh, did I say Guan Yu, I remember. You know, <laughs> you've got... Yeah, you a few, you saw Max went wide, Perez backed it into the wall, but luckily managed to not do any do... bad damage. Well, not that we're aware of. And then he hit the wall going into the pits, didn't he, which was the other. Hmm. And once again, managed to somehow not damage the car. I mean, 
Yeah, because you had Yuki go off, managed across the gravel, got it on the escape road. Guan Yu Zhou just aquaplaned and bye bye. Mm. That was a hell of a hit. Well, yeah, but look at that Tech Pro barrier, does it? Mm. Otherwise, they'd have had tires flying everywhere. Yeah. And then, say, just after he got in, you saw Botas come off, keep it out of the wall, but just look at what he was doing. Mm. Then it was, it was getting a bit stupid, and I'm thinking, mm. are they going to safety car this or whatever? And then Perez got a call into the pits. And they threw the red flag while he was in the pits. Yeah. But. Which meant he couldn't exit again. Yeah, and he was sat at the front. Mm. See, I get why the teams get a bit pissed at them when they've got the cameras there looking. Because I don't know if you heard the... Yeah, the... keep the camera out of the way, didn't you? Because he was starting to try and fix the back of the car. Yeah, and it was like, do you mind sort of thing. Mm. And I get but why. But that's what the cameras are there for. Yeah, I know. But I get why the teams don't want them seeing it. Because mm. if it's a live feed and they're under red flag conditions... Yeah. You don't know Go how... to fix the car. Yeah, I know, but you don't... Like they say, they don't know which from which team is watching... Mm. Well, they're all watching each other anyway. That's what they do. The live feeds. I mean, it... <sighs> Perez got lucky he got a reprieve mm. from the order because that oh, would have yeah. dropped him to six... Yeah, but we kind of always knew because they always count back to the last known good sector mm. or a complete lap, whichever one's easiest. Yeah. Now, we'd already lost one place that way because obviously he'd gone off and lost the place to Alonso before all that kicked off. Yeah. But, I mean, was he, he was down a sixth, wasn't he, when the red flag was thrown? He was down in sixth when the red flag was thrown, but he was. They put him back to third. They... Which is where he technically finished the race, although he didn't, because we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, I felt that was an, a, a, quite an unlucky call. But I think they were banking on a safety car. Not... Yeah, I don't think they were expecting a red flag. Yeah, that's why I think they brought him in. Oh, at least, he, well, actually, it probably would have worked worse for him had he been able to get back out, because then he probably would have been set into whatever position mm. he got to. Uh, can we just take a moment to talk about Ferrari? What the fuck was going on with them? I mean, I can sum Ferrari up without saying a word. Yeah. I mean, this this is... Ferrari, we've come to that. I mean, considering we're going to their home track next week. Yeah, but they weren't. That was wicked. They weren't even ready with the tyres. No. Well, actually, because Leclerc retired, didn't he? What actually? I missed what happened to Leclerc. Uh, he ended up getting floor damage. Oh, yeah, he did fall across the gravel at the chicane, hadn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of missed what happened. So I just only realised he was out. Yeah, he ended up getting floor damage. Obviously, Russell was Russell technically was officially classed as finished, but didn't because yeah. of his collision with Norris. Yeah, I don't get why he, why they classified Russell. And he was that close to the end. There were two laps to go, wasn't it? We found that in the past when cars retire that close to the end, sometimes they can still get classified. Because it was a, it was a puncher that knocked him out, wasn't it? Well, it was a puncher, but I think the team, like, he was going to be last. Yeah. There was no point putting the car back out. Yeah. He just wearing engine, risking another accident. Mm. He was guaranteed last place because he ended up in last anyway as he recovered from the incident. So there was just, there was nothing to gain from the car going back out. Yeah. Um... Obviously, Sergeant yeah. Bindi. Fairly early on, and say so didn't go back to the 
pit lane for the rest of the race. No, I'm sat in the sodding deck chair. Yeah, doing the old Fernando trick. <laughs> Obviously, Zhao we've discussed. Yeah, and Leclerc got... Mm. But one thing I didn't know, that apparently Magnussen did receive a five-second time penalty for failing yeah, more that. than... For more than ten, falling more than ten lengths behind the safety car. Yeah, I... I don't think I've seen that one come up before. I, I know that rule exists. I mean, we get hit by that rule in the game from time to time. Yeah, it's happened in the game. I've had it happen in the game. Mm. But, yeah. But I've never... That was never mentioned on the feed. Yeah, and obviously Alonso gets the fastest lap. Yeah. And obviously Yuki ended up getting a five-second time penalty for the collision. Mm. And Perez obviously received the five-second penalty for... Speeding in the pit lane. Speeding in the pit lane. I mean, it's weird because they say, yes, it's such a tight pit lane. But there are... Yeah. I mean, okay, this this is going to sound mad, right? So they're coming in at, what, 50 kph? 60 in here, then. 50 at Zambot. 50 below it because of the track, yeah. Because of how narrow it is. That's 30 miles an hour if you convert it. Yes, yeah, oh yeah. That seems slow, but still enough to be dangerous. Oh yeah, I don't think you particularly want to be hit by a car doing a... No. <laughs> That's the best part. Excuse me. Best part of him, go. Um, go forth and multiply. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it seems it seems weird when you convert it because like some of them are sixty, which is only forty mile an hour. But it's still that to be travelling them speeds in a Formula One car. I mean, how much fuel must they be burning at that low speed? Mm, probably more than you think because obviously, um, one car aren't exactly renowned for being fuel efficient. Efficient. Because, yeah, even though they're blasting around the track, that's not what we feel efficient because it's up and down speeds. It's not constant speeds. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... And the thing is, as well, um, racing engines don't actually like moving slow. Racing engines are not designed to work at low speeds. They're designed to be flat out. Hmm. But you get why they have to have the speed limit on the pit lane. Oh, yeah. Well, Monaco's the other one, innit? Yeah. Because it's a weird pit entrance. It's, like you it's, not, it's just because he's also once again very small and narrow. It's a straight circuit. But Zambor, they've never changed the pit lane since probably since the track. Mm. And... Yeah, like I said, like we say, Ferrari were just Christ. Mercedes had a strange call. McLaren, yeah. Williams, hmm. Alpine, on the other hand, well, <laughs> Aston Martin had a problem, didn't they, during a pit stop? Was it with Alonso? <laughs> Or was it Stroll? Which one of the Aston Martins had the problem during the pit stop? Do you remember? Yes. I think it was Alonso, actually. Was it one of his tyres? Hmm. And it's just... It was an interesting race. I mean, okay. We had the red flag and we were sat there, what, 40 minutes, was it? About 40 odd minutes. Yeah, about 45 five minutes we lost, wasn't it? Yeah. And we're thinking, uh, I'm, I was sat there thinking, oh my God, here we go, spire all over again. <laughs> it, it was just ridiculous. And then obviously we got going, I was like, ooh, rolling start, good. You notice they... they uh, Change their own frigging rule book. 
No, why? Which bit are we? Rolling start. Safety car. Well, it was just like the end of a safety car period. Yeah. You ran into those rules. They ran... Yeah, but they ran the rate, the resumption under a safety car. They're supposed... No, we have we have done that before. They're supposed to... Because what that, <clears throat> that is, that is... That is invoking the rules of an extreme wet start. Yes, but they were supposed to... all the cars have to be on the full wet tyres. Yes, but usually they're supposed to do that. Because Crofty said that they've... Crofty had said they'd never done that. They'd never allowed them to have the intermediates on during a safety car restart. It always had to be full wets. He explained mm. that during the feed. So they'd literally rewritten that rule because of the track condition. Part of the world. We've got to let the FIA have that little bit of freedom because you, you can never make a rule for every available no, possibility. No, I know. But they'd rewritten the rule because of the track condition. Hmm. Usually under the Sporting Regs article, it says safety car restart in wet conditions, which it technically was. Yeah, was supposed to go under the extreme wets, but because they had let the track dry enough, that's why they. But it was still wet. That's why they allowed them to go on the inters. And honestly, Mm. Crofty come up with something, and I absolutely killed myself laughing. (laughs) Because it was he turned around and mentioned about how quickly the extreme wets clear the water yeah and how much and sort of what what it was uh how many seconds and how much water and it was just the way that he turned around to Karun and it was on about it and then said oh there's an them extreme wets can clear enough water to fill a family-sized bathtub and he must have done, must have done, put an image into Karun's head because Karun turned around and ends up going, yeah, well, that's now an image I want to forget. <laughs> I must have missed that. That was like, I, because of the way it fell, I actually left while it was um, stopped because I needed to go somewhere. I watched the last fifteen minutes of the race a bit later. Oh well, that, yeah, no, that's what they mentioned. It, it was during the red flag period that he'd mentioned. Yeah, well, I and, I missed uh, most of that, I'm afraid, just because of yeah, it was timings and that. He basically turned around to Karun and said, "Yeah, no, with me, it's basically what is it? You know, I'd get one of them tires, get all that water, and get in the bath." And, <laughs> and something like Karun goes, "Yeah, that's an image I now want to forget." <laughs> and it's just, it was. Yeah, it was an interesting race, don't get me wrong. It was a good... It was one of the better races, especially for um, the likes of having, you know, yes, okay, Max won it. It was to be kind of expected, but to see Alonso there and Gasly there. Yeah, nice for him, you know. Alpine have had a bit of a rough time probably since Fernando left. Well, and current team, the way the current situation is with the team and all the team management, and they can't seem yeah. to work stuff out. Mm. I mean, fair play. If, if we get similar conditions like this at Monza, that's going to make Monza very spicy and all. I kind of don't want it because I like Monza to be the Temple of Speed. Yeah, but that's not might not happen. No, it might not. You're right. I, I, I kind mean, of rather it did. Because uh, right now, Monza for Sunday is showing rain. Oh, God. Uh, it's showing Mon. What time does Monza kick off? It does. Give me one second. Please hold caller. Fourteen hundred hours our time. Three o'clock their time. Okay, so uh, 
What day will that be? Third? The third one, it's Sunday. Oh, they might, they may get away with it then. <laughs> According to the Met Office, they may get away with it. Because it'll be five o'clock by some, when some weather comes in. Hmm. So they might get away with it. But then again, they might not. You know, the Met, you know, Met Office might not always be right. Yeah. Um... So what are your obviously we'll do your fight I'll do do your final thoughts now and then we'll get on to the other thing but the end of Um Once again the Dutch fans turned out in force and put on one hell of a display. Well it was um sold out, wasn't it? Despite the weather. And yeah. just um so it was an interesting one. I'm I'm actually I'm generally quite surprised i guess is the word uh the quality of driving we seem to have in adverse conditions these days it seems to be far less being thrown off the road well unless you're aquaplaning but that is understandable but, you know in, in general you just don't seem to have the say as soon as the rain hit i was expecting it to look like a really skating rink and it really doesn't no you know you had the start of the race where you had the lads trying to hold on on the dry tires and yeah they weren't quick but <laughs> They kept it going. It, yeah, but it it just kind of reminds me. It reminded me of F1 manager that mm. bit because you know you had all the guys that were on Inters that had already pitted for Inters, and there's you crawling around the track trying to make it back to the pit stop. Mm. Anything else? No, I think that's all. Me. Have you got any thoughts? Any? I mean, to be fair. It was a good race, yes, you know, the usual party atmosphere of the handball. Um, and, you know, fair play to Gasly, fair play to Alonso, unlucky for Perez, Ferrari, well, they need to take, leaps, take a look at themselves, especially strategies. <laughs> um, you know, fair play to McLaren. Seventh and ninth, and Albon managing to get some more points. Yeah, Albon's continued to just solid away. Actually, he's you know he's got a good season. Anyway. I don't know what I don't know where his future would lie. I don't know whether he'd go back to Red Bull now or, but he's definitely showing a lot more potential than he ever showed when he was in the Red Bull the first time. I wonder if he'd ever got a Merck. I was thinking Merck or Ferrari. Hmm. I don't. I just don't know if anyone would have him because at the moment he's still got some ties to Red Bull, hasn't he? Yeah. I know he's technically been released as one of their drivers, but he's still got sponsorship off them. That's because of his. Some of it will be through his DTM stuff as well. But I'm just not sure how many teams would be wanting to take him on with those links to Red Bull. Whether you'd. It's not. I can't. Like I say, I couldn't even see him go to Alcatara, to be honest. Hmm. Because he's driving technically Merc. Yeah. So. Yeah, boss. We said before, funny enough, um, the other F1 podcast, they touched on this last week about, you know, and I've said it on this podcast because I think it's a problem looming that right now we don't have a good answer for. If Hamilton was to say at the end of the year he's done, Who'd where will Merc go? Yeah. Where will Merck go? That, to me, right now, there is not an easy, good option. Other than try and buy Norris out of whatever contract he has with McLaren. Yeah. But his contract is at least 25 out of memory. Mm. So, you know, I, it, I think they've got this issue there, because I don't think there's... there's well, you've got... You go back to the Mercedes Junior teams. There's nobody there ready who I think we're ready for a top drive. Well, top you... car. Well, I say you got Mick, but I think he, I don't think he's ready. Yeah, would you dump him straight in? And, you know, he had one year in the Haas, which don't get me wrong, the car that year was not amazing. No. But didn't exactly cover himself in glory. Would you be willing to put him straight into the main car? 
Well, he's a reserve anyway, so... Yeah, but as we've proven in F1 in the past, that doesn't actually mean a great deal. No, but if push, if push came to shove... Yeah. No, but look at it this way. We've had it before where it's not the reserve driver gets put in when they need it, when they need another one. No, but what... It doesn't they... seem to have to fall that way. No, no, but what are they going to do? Go back to bloody Stoffel van Dorn? And they can't. Well, that's what I say. That, that's the point van, I'm making. Van Dorn's in Formula E. So the pretty that's much a, stuffed. That's the point I'm trying to make is there's not an easy no. do this and everything's a good option there. Would Landor want to go to Mercedes? That's the thing. That's the other question. Would you consider the Mercedes a step forward from the McLaren right now? No. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I can't see Landor wanting to go. Even if they looked at that, it's like there was rumours about Ferrari trying to poach Hamilton. It's like, is that a step back for Hamilton? Or is that not? See, so I thought Hamilton might have gone for that purely because you'd be able to tick off the box. That he'd be doing for Ferrari. Ferrari. But yeah, the... like I said before, even as a non-Ferrari fan, as an F1 fan, you know what that Ferrari name means. Yeah, but then it's who do you get, who do you replace with him? They've got two, as, they've got... As much as... Which I hate to say on performance, it'd be Carlos. What, get rid of Carlos? Yeah, on performance, to me, Leclerc's been the stronger of the two drivers this season. I'm pretty sure the championship backs me up on that. I thought it was, well, <laughs> really? I mean, they retired him this race, but... Actually, technically, no, Sainz is three points ahead of Leclerc. Yeah. I thought, I thought Sainz was the stronger driver this year. Mm, I wouldn't. Uh, I would have said Leclerc, but yeah, that's thrown me as that because that's not what I was expecting. Mm. So, you know, you've got a choice: do you get rid of Leclerc, or do you get rid of Sainz? And um, but you've got a pretty good pair in there. Oh, do you not get the choice because of somebody like Leclerc? Maybe see the opportunity to move to the Merc. But then that would definitely be a step back, but in ways it wouldn't because the strategy would kind of be a little bit better. For well, based on the basically on this year, Hamilton's um, nearly sixty points ahead of Charles in the championship. Mm. So would he see that? I'd, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. The thing is as well, Charles is a Ferrari man. Yeah, he he he's part of the atmosphere. He loves it. Yeah, you know, so we don't know. We're speculating on something here that we have absolutely no basis to speculate, but mm. it's just an interesting thought. A very interesting thought. And have you got the page up yet? I have. Before I have. we finish, this is. The F1. Yeah, you can well and truly do that, boy. Yeah, I've not had a good weekend. I don't know what. Thing is, that I look at my things. I don't know what's actually overly screwed me. Go on, you. I've got mainly positive. Yeah, but it's only nine points I've lost. Um, qualifying position. He didn't get classified. But he did get a race overtake bonus. Was it Perez? That's a problem. Yeah, you went for Williams though, didn't you? Whereas Alan did Hamilton, Verstappen, Norris Alonso, Piastri. So that's basically giving him all points. Then he's got Aston Martin and McLaren. On that one. I mean, you're going to have to come up with something special because Alan's. No, 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 not far off yet. We're a long way to go yet. Yeah, but Alan's overtaken you. Yeah, it's early days. He's on. I'm still well ahead of his other two teams. I know, but he's on 3026 and you're on 2929. Hmm. It's not a problem yet. It's a problem. He's catching me, though. <laughs> I mean, I had a. That's weird. I yeah, I should have. 
I didn't put my two, I put my two times on Alonso, didn't I? <laughs> I should have put it on. I should have put it on Max, really. Because <laughs> if I look at Alan, I don't get. I only gave Alan ninety-two points. Yeah, I suppose where I, with Alonso, I got one hundred and twenty-four points. And if you're wondering how I got that, it's because two times on him. Well, you got ten points for driver of the day. You get 10 points if you drive as driver of the day. Obviously, I got 18 points for for his race position, 6 points for qualifying. Obviously, 3 points because he gained 3 places. You get 10 points for the fastest lap, and he did 15 overtakes within the race. So that gave me like 62 points in total, but then it was the two times on him. Hmm. But I didn't get a negative. No. And the next one is Monza. It's going to be interesting as Monza, depending on oh, uh, depending on what the weather chucks up. But we're going to end this one here. But don't forget, if you are listening on anything other than Spotify. Amazon Music or whatever else. You know where you can get them. Obviously, don't forget to follow the podcast. And obviously, like and subscribe to the gaming channel as well so you don't miss out on, obviously, any F1 content or any other gaming stuff that is happening right now. Obviously, thank you to David for joining me. Pleasure as always. And... Me and David will see you for the next one. Next week? Yeah. So until then. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye for now.